You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Brother Cooper has, he preaches Wednesday night, and I just love him. And he's been teaching and preaching on the seven churches. And uh, I've seen it before, but I saw it eight times in those. And you, if he would go another week, he would probably preach on this. But eight times in those seven churches, it talks about overcoming. Every church had to overcome. I wonder today, the people I love so very much, what is it that in your life and in my life I must overcome? What's the battle? It's going to take courage. If there's, and there is a battle for all of us. Some in this church will begin chemo this week. It's going to take courage. You're going to have to overcome some things. There are some that are having marital problems. Undoubtedly, some I don't even know about. You're going to have, have, have to have courage. A dear preacher friend of mine called, and I was in the hospital with my wife last week. He says, here's what's happening. And I just, I, I, that, that great home, not his, but another, it, it just it's falling apart. I'm thinking, oh my, what, what you're in for. You have such a good potential, good marriage, and good kids, and why are you making this decision? Some of you ladies are going to come to church alone that are watching and even here. Husband's going to walk off with some other woman, or wife's going to walk off with some other man, or there's going to be death, or there's going to be sorrow. We have so many widows and widowers in here. You're going to have to overcome some things, and I don't even understand, I can't even comprehend how difficult that must be. Some of you go to bed at night and you're, you're so, so worn out because you have a prodigal son or prodigal daughter. You put your life into them. Your heart is shattered. I've talked to people this morning. You've lost your job. And, and, and payments are going to keep coming. What, what am I doing? I talked to one this morning. I said, how's it going? I said, it's been a while now. I can't, I, I can't land the right job. There's a freeze going on. Maybe you have to conquer your diet, overcome the diet. You're, you're killing yourself the way you're eating. Maybe we've got to get off the couch and exercise, and that's the one thing I, re- I hate it. I hate it. I don't really do it. But I'm looking forward to Miss Treber getting it well again, and, and she likes to walk a couple miles a day. I, I want to walk with her. I want to be with her as much as I can. What is it right now, please don't tell, what is it what needs to be conquered and overcome? You know that word overcome or overcometh is nearly 60 times in the Bible. And as you come to the last book of the Bible, it's eight times in those seven churches. You've got to overcome this. To, to, to overcome is, is really a it's, a, it's a simple thought. It's to be swallowed up. I'm swallowed up and it can be positive, it can be negative, it can be both. I'm swallowed up, I'm, um, I'm, I'm prevailing, I'm conquering, or I'm being conquered. I'm, I, I can subdue, or I can be subdued. For example, I said it, it could be a positive sense. Jesus said, be of good courage, John 16, I have overcome the world. 
we're winners. Because our God, who is our leaders, overcome this world. They didn't win at Calvary. That's my God, Desert Reach is saying. That's my God. He, he, he is a victor. So there's a positive. I have overcome the world. There's a negative sense, and I, I, I'll turn there for the sake of time, and I'll just read it for you in 2 Peter in chapter 2, verse number 19. While they promise, these are these false teachers, they promise liberty. They are servants of corruption. But after they have escaped through the pollution, pollution of the world through the knowledge of Jesus Christ, the Savior, they are again entangled therein, and overcame the latter end is worse than in the beginning. It's negative. You're, you're not overcoming sin. I'm not overcoming sin. We have a concrete Savior. He overcame the world. We, we, that's a positive. The negative, we, we turn to false teachers and they, they, they could take us to destruction. Uh, here is a positive and a negative in the same verse. The Bible says in Romans 12, be not overcome with evil. That's negative. But overcome evil with good. That's positive. I'm coming to you on the subject of one word today, to overcome. We are not living on a losing side. We're on a winning side. Stop the hopelessness. Uh, what is it today you have to overcome? Grief. And I don't understand grief like many of you have had to suffer. My mate's alive. Our children are alive. Our 14 grandkids are alive. Some of you have buried loved ones, and I, 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 my heart, that's why you're on my prayer list. My heart goes out to just anguish for you, the grief. And I, don't think, well, I've got to get over it. No, 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 you don't have, don't let that person live in your heart and let that grief live. And a man who's lost a wife or a wife who's lost a husband, I'm certain one of the last thoughts as they go to bed every night is on that marriage and on that person that's open with the Lord. God bless you if you're carrying grief today. You're not a bad Christian because you weep or you're not a bad Christian because you don't understand or you get frustrated or you're just heartbroken over grief, sorrow. It may be some sin it may be something that's destroying your life. God's going to have to give you the courage to overcome. Well, how do we overcome? I'm glad you asked. The Bible says in your text there, Revelation chapter 12, and there was a battle going on. And we see in verse number 11, and they overcame him, and they overcame him, say it together, by the blood of of the Lamb. Say it again. By the there is power. Power. Wonder-working power in the blood. There's power for us today. Yes, sir. I think of your life and the things that you've had to endure as a young person and go through in difficult times and hard times. And I think about your life. Your dad's with the Lord before he got saved and then he got saved and what a change. And your sweet mom's one of our widows in our church. But, but what God did for your family, that had to be some, and I think of your mother who had to go to vacation Bible school from a rough situation, a rough home, Canton Baptist Temple and went, and they came to the house, and for years, your parents have been lovers of God. 
I want, to, I want you to know, Brother Luke, I, rem I remember when your dad moved across the street on Clyde Avenue. So many years ago, probably 35 plus years ago, maybe, I'm not certain, from University of Illinois, and he got saved. A young man, Lance, was his roommate there and brought him to church, got saved. And your mom and dad dated, got married, four kids, and now grandkids, and you have three. I tell you what, everybody has situations in life. How do you overcome them? There's power in the blood of the Lamb. I, I, I don't want to, every service, keep referring back to my wife, but she says, well, well we, we, honey, we have to claim the blood of Christ. I think th there's been a, and we both agree with it, there's been a satanic attack. She looked at me early in this whole thing. She said, I think the devil's trying to get you out of the ministry. And she said, we're not going to let him live, uh, win. We're, we're going to claim the blood of Christ. Amen. Amen. That blood is a cleansing blood. Yes, it's a purging blood. It's a powerful blood. They overcame him by the blood. The blood that Jesus shed for me. Way back on Calvary. Yeah. Oh, the blood that gives me strength from day to day. It shall never lose its power. Why? Because Jesus was not born of man. Jesus was not born of Joseph. The Holy Spirit of God conceived and married the seed of Jesus. Why? Because the bloodline comes from the Father. Jesus did not have Joseph's blood. The Bible says in Acts, we're all of one blood. What kind of blood is it? Sinful blood. It's th this type of blood we, we carry in our, Bible, our bodies and this kind of blood and this kind of blood, type this, type that, type all those things. But friend, there's one that we're all the same. It's wicked, sinful blood, Adamic blood. But Jesus, who had no earthly blood in him, he had heavenly blood, he had God blood because God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, that which is conceived in thee is by the Holy Ghost. God blood, perfect blood. That's why he could die on a cross. But like, by die on a cross, pay for our sin. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It's a powerful blood. It will never lose its power. And he went to the cross and died my sin. And he shed his perfect blood for him, for Jesus. God made Jesus to be sin for me who knew no sin. Jesus did not know. He didn't have sinful blood. Oh, he knew no sin that Jack could be made the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. For all these many years, you've heard the illustration. I've given it so many times. For God over here made him, Jesus, to be sin for me, the sinner, because we're all sinners. That Jack might be made the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. My righteousness does not come through the Virgin Mary. It does not come through confession. It does not come from lighting a candle. It's not come from getting baptized. My righteousness does not come from my good works for not by work, works of righteousness we have done. It's according to his mercy he saved us. It's all the blood of Christ. The blood cleanses me from sin. For the blood of Jesus Christ, Romans, 1 John 1 says, cleanses. It's a perpetual word. It continually flows and cleanses me from all sin. My sin is 
it's cleansed, it's forgiven before I sin. When I died, when, when Jesus died for my sins, I wasn't even alive. He paid for my past, my present, my future. He paid for all my sins. Jesus paid it all. So when I sin, I don't lose my sonship. I'm a son of God. Because that day in 1956 when I got saved, I asked him to be my savior. I'm a son of God. I'm a child of God. Just like my father cannot say there's another man that was my father. My, my earthly father is with the Lord. He, he begat me. I'm his son. I'm his child. Oh, he can emancipate me and get rid of me and go down to the courthouse. And he's not my son, but I'll always be a son. There's only one son, father. One blood in my body for my dad, my mother. There's one mother in my life, one father in my life. Wait a minute. But when I sin, I don't change sonship, but I do change fellowship. Because Jesus cannot fellowship with sin. So I don't lose my standing, but I do lose my closeness with Jesus Christ. So what do I need to do? That blood is already cleanse my sin, but I need to confess it and forsake it and restore the fellowship. Yes. I've told you for so many years, my dad was 90% deaf. My sisters would have slumber parties, and I don't recommend them nowadays, but back then it was different, I guess. And I can remember those girls would be so loud and boisterous, and, and, and my dad, next morning, with no hearing aids on, he'd get up and say, well, M, my mother's name was Emily, M, those girls were quiet last night. <laughs> I don't know where he was, but they were so noisy. I, that's the way girls are. And he said, they were quiet last night. My wife, my mother said, they weren't quiet. So my dad wouldn't hear things. I could sneak into my dad's bedroom, $20 bill on the dresser, and take it. You know, my dad was all seen, though. Let's say he saw that. And I took that 20. Next morning, he says, you know, I, 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 I had $20. J Jack, you know anything about it? Don't know a thing, Dad. I didn't, I'm, I'm still Jack Treber. I'm still his son. But I lost my fellowship. So what I have to do at the end of the day, I, I'm so convicted. I look at his face, and I, I lied to my dad. And I go to my dad and says, Dad, I, I, I took 20. I know, son, I saw you. God sees everything I do. God sees everything. And my dad saw, my school teacher saw everything. Mr. Vargas, seventh grade, was writing on the board. He had eyes back here. And he's writing on the board and he said, uh, Mr. Treber, quit goofing off down there. How did he know? Must have been a two-way mirror or something. My dad knew if I would have done that. I confess it to my dad to restore my fellowship. Because relationship is built off of trust. I've got to overcome something. You cannot do it in your flesh. You have to do it. You have to do it through the blood of Christ. Amen. God, give me victory over this. All of us, our homework assignment this afternoon and tonight, this week, what, what is it I need to overcome? What is it I have to subdue? What is it that needs to be conquered? What is it I need to have victory over? And, and you have that victory. I claim the blood by the power of the blood. 1 John 2 and verse 14, secondly, 
If we're going to have victory, we claim we claim power, we overcome, we are overcome by the power of God. Not just the blood of God, but the power of God. Because God's word says there's power in 1 John 2, 14. I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known that which is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abideth in you, and ye have overcome the wicked one. Why? Because there's power in God. No, you don't need to go to a yoga class, which is Eastern religion. It separates your mind from your body, which is evil. It's dangerous. You're going down a satanic road. No, you don't separate your body and your mind and your spirit from God. There's power. There's power in God, God's ability, not man's ability. My part, verses 15 through 17, love not the world. I'm to stay away from sin. But there's power through God. Oh, God, I mean, I, so many times through the day, I'll claim, I need your power. God, help me. I need your wisdom. Please, God, help me. I need your kindness right now. God, please, I don't feel like being kind. I need your grace right now. Please, God, give me grace. God, I, I, I'm impatient right now. Please, give me patience. Please help me, God. I'm so weak. I'm so, so frail. What is it in your life that needs to be overcome? Don't do it in the power of the flesh. Do it in the power of God. Do it in the power of the blood. Thirdly, the power of obedience. My Bible says, and I'll just go there for the sake of time. I'll read it to you in Romans chapter 12. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. If I just do what I'm supposed to, why are you men in church today? Well, you're pastors. You're supposed to be here. Oh, no. It goes deeper than that. Yeah. If there's not a paycheck next week, are you coming? If there's not a paycheck, are you coming? How about you? Sure we are. Well, we want to be here. We want to be here. Got home last Sunday night. My wife said, I just wept through this. I sang with them. I sang with folks. I think our daughter Tabitha was caring for last Sunday night. I, I sang with them. I listened to the preaching. And all this special music all spoke to my heart. If you have the ability to get to the house of God and physically get here, you overcome. You say, well, I'm just battling depression. I'm over. Well, get to church. I wrote a booklet. 30 pages, I don't know how many pages, years ago. Victory over anger, depression, anxiety. Victory, every one, a chapter. And each one says the exact same thing, 10 points. Go to church. Go to Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Read your Bible. Pray. Confess your sin. Hey, whatever the sin is, whatever it is in your life, just get to the house of God. Jesus gave his life for the church. I think we're closer down. Let me give you one more because today if I'm going to overcome, I, I have to understand there's power in the blood and there's power of God and there's power in obedience. But I love what it says over here in 1 Thessalonians in chapter 5 because God says that I can be an overcomer when I think of the rapture. He's coming again. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, 
that that day shall overtake you as a thief. I mean, I'm, I'm living today thinking, maybe today my Lord's going to come for me. We just have high school above in here. If we had children, I probably wouldn't uh, say this, but I told them in a prayer last night, we can go through all the sins that's coming out of Washington and Sacramento, and it's just vile. It's all nasty. It's all dirty. But can I tell you something? In Jacksonville, Florida this week, a, a, a man who said he's a girl, did not have any surgeries, but he said he's a girl, but he's a man, trying to be a lifeguard at a public pool, children there, parents there, families there, little kids there, said, I, I'm a lifeguard, but as a man, I don't want to wear my top. The mayor stood against it. Many of the councils stood for it. What a society that we become so demented that we, we believe it's okay to take your clothes off and be nasty and dirty and filthy. Okay, Mr. President and that whole crowd up there, you go ahead and do your foolish agenda. Because we're leaving real soon. It's called the rapture of the church, the next event. The Lord shall descend. And you know what's going to take place when we're gone? The Holy Spirit resides within us. He's the restrainer of sin. And you get the restrainer out of here, and the Bible tells us in the book of Revelation that we go to heaven, Revelation 4, 1, and all of a sudden we have nothing but anarchy on planet Earth. And you know when uh, uh, despot takes over, they kill those that helped to take, uh, helped assist the overthrow. You think that this present president is going to have part in the, the, the anarchy? Oh no, because Satan's going to raise up his own crowd, and Satan is going to have a heyday on planet Earth for seven years. But our God is rapturing us out of here. Don't be so wound up down here that think it's all hopeless. This preacher, this saying usually go, don't drive your stakes too deep. We're moving in the morning. Just a little longer and the trump of God shall sound. Just a little longer we'll all be glory bound. I can be an overcomer. Whatever it is this week, will you overcome it? Claim the blood of Christ. Claim the power of God. Claim the obedience to God. Claim the fact that I believe He's coming again. He is coming again. This very same Jesus, rejected of men, He's coming again. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.